Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you guys doing? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Am I, am I breaking up? No, you're fine. I'm breaking up? No. You sure? Because I'm having a problem with my Wi Fi. I'm not sure if it's still still happening. Okay, Alhamdulillah. How's everyone? How are you guys? How's everyone else doing? Hopefully everyone's doing well, inshallah. Gee, what was your favorite ayah in this surah when you guys were reciting? This juice. Uh, for me, it was uh, basically saying that you know the people who believe, even the angels who carry the throne and who exalt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make dua for the believers. They say, Rabbana wasi'ata kulla shay'i rahmatahu anma. Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give him mercy, give him knowledge, uh, forgive him, uh, enter him into Jannah, like not just any Jannah, but in paradise, the highest paradise. And also those who believe from his whole entire progeny and family, enter him too and save him from the, the sins. So this is the, what the, even the malaika make dua for the believers. Subhanallah. It's beautiful. Noor, what about you? For me, uh, it will be in the Ladina Kalu Rabunallah, who thumbs the Kamu, Tatanazalu Alihim al Malaika. Basically, mm. talking about the believers, those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and are steadfast, as Hassan al Basri Rahimahullah used to say, in the Min Akhlaq al Mu'mini Kuwatan Fiddin, right? That we, we should mm. always be firm in our religion despite the circumstances. So if we can do that and we can have istaqama, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter into Jannah. And Nuzulam in Ghafur Rahim is a boat. Beautiful, beautiful. <coughs> I, I was actually supposed to speak about both those qualities, but. Bismillah, Rahim, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, today we completed the recitation of um, the, 20, the 24th Jews, and of course, Surah Zumar was completed, Surah Mu'min. Uh, and there are many ayat in many parts of these surahs. As I mentioned yesterday, you know, as you move forward, the surahs and um, become there's more than one surah in in one juz. So this it's hard to kind of choose one thing to speak about. But that being said, one of the most famous ayahs that we always hear about is in Surah Zumar. And that ayah is "Qul ya asrafu ala anfusihim la min rahmatillah." Which is a very powerful verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Qul, tell them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya ibadi, oh my, oh my beloved servants, the, 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 the tone, you know, in speech, it's not just the words that are used, it's a tone in the style of speech. The tone that is used in this specific ayah is, is full of love. Full of love. Qul ya ibadi. Tell them, oh my, oh my servants, oh my beloved servants. Is that me? I need a phone call. Oh my beloved servants, oh my blessed servants. asrafu ala anfusihim. The ones that have had, that have transgressed. It's asraf comes from the root letters of israf, which we know, right? Israf means transgress to over to abuse something. The ones that have abused themselves, do not let go of your hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, this ayah is extremely relatable to us in these last 10 nights that 
you know, what else do we have if we don't have the mercy of Allah? What else do we have? And we should have absolutely full yaqeen. Make dua to Allah in a state that you are in conviction that He will accept your dua. Make dua to Allah in, 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 in a state that you know He will accept your dua. Right? So, I mean, these last 10 nights are the 10 nights that we have to identify to this. Allah goes ahead and He He He, he, he Emphasizes this 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 concept of forgiveness by saying, Allah then will forgive all sins. Allah then will forgive jami'a. He will forgive all sins. And this was the ayah when recited to Wahshi and Ikrama ibn Abi Jahl. When they heard this ayah, they're like, Oh, we have to become Muslim because there's room for our forgiveness. Prior to this ayah coming, those people didn't know if Allah was going to forgive them. So they were they, they, they were reluctant in coming to meet the Prophet. But when they heard this ayah, they said, No, no, Allah's gonna forgive us, we should go. And they came to the Prophet and they accepted Islam. Allah forgives all sins. I know we've heard many lectures on Allah's forgiveness and Allah's mercy, so I won't go into that. You can watch something online. But the point of this verse is to remind us that this maghfirah is always available for us. You know, sometimes something which is special on sale. It's only available at certain times of the year, certain times of the day, at certain times that exclusively offered. Allah is saying that my mercy is always available for you. Yes, it's it becomes more accessible to you because of your obedience in the month of Ramadan, in the barakah of the month of Ramadan. Allah's mercy is always available to us. But in the month of Ramadan, it's amplified. It's 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 put on a microphone for us, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down to the skies. To the to the to the, the closest heavens to the world with his mercy, and he says, Is there anyone seeking forgiveness so I shall forgive them? Is there anyone asking for anything so I shall I can give them? Is there anyone there? Anyone there? I'm ready to help you. So in the month of Ramadan, it's amplified. Well, the Prophet explained what in the Sahabas hadith one the Prophet walked on top of the member on the first step and he said, Ameen. And he walked in the second step and he said, Ameen. And he walked in the third step and he said, Ameen. Sahaba seeing this was something which was different and they were observing the Prophet very closely. They said, Rasulullah, why did you say this? You've never done this before. And the Prophet responded by saying in the first step, Jibreel came and made a dua that every single person that has their all elderly parents alive and they don't earn Jannah, may Allah's la'anah be upon them. That they were unable to use that shortcut to earn Jannah. What wretched people are they? And I said, Ameen. Jibreel made dua. The Prophet said, Ameen. On the member of the Prophet. Second step, the Prophet said, Jibreel made dua. That whosoever does not read durood upon me, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after my name is mentioned, then Allah's la'na be upon them. I said, Ameen. And the Prophet is a very soft personality, but he's saying, Ameen to these duas. We can, from that, we can deduce the importance and significance of these duas. A third step he takes, and the Prophet makes dua. That may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la'ana be upon that person who lives in the month of Ramadan but leaves it without being forgiven. May Allah not make us amongst those people. Right? Only a few nights left. Let's earn that forgiveness. What happens when you earn that forgiveness? What happens when you earn that forgiveness? 
Allah at the end of the surah mentions what will happen with us. What happens with all those people that are able to earn the forgiveness of Allah is they are taken, they are they are rushed towards Jannah. They are rushed towards Jannah. When they get close to the Jannah, the doors are flung open for, for them. And the gatekeepers of Jannah and the, and, the, and the angels of Jannah will say to this person, Salamun alaykum tibatum khalidin. What a beautiful greeting. You know, in this world, if you go into any five-star restaurant, five-star hotel, the entrance plays a big role. It leaves, it leaves a mark in your in your mind. It leaves, it leaves its it leaves its mark on you. That how was the entrance? The entrance into Jannah is being explained in this ayah. That the people will be waiting outside of Jannah, which we can call the waiting lounge of Jannah. Muttakina ala surin masfufa in Muttakina ala furushin batainuham in Istabrak. Some Fasirun say that these eyes are being referred to even outside of Jannah, where people will be waiting in the outskirts of Jannah. They'll be enjoying their time sipping on beautiful drinks of Jannah and enjoying their time being reunited with their family. Over outside of Jannah, they'll be able to find their Imagine they'll be able to find their family. Oh, oh, he's right there. She's right there. They get together. They meet the people that they want to meet because before this, they couldn't meet anyone. Everyone was too scared. Everyone was worried about themselves. Now they've passed the test, right? The three steps of Akhil. The first step is the, 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 the step of Hashal. Hashal is where everyone is brought together. Everyone is collected. And they wait there for very a very lengthy time. Some generations, you know, more, more than 50,000 years for a believer it will, it will only be the time between Asr and Maghrib or Dhuhr and Asr. And then after that, then we go to, um, so we have Hashar and post-Hashar, is Sirat, right? Sirat, and those that are people of, of, of Jahannam, the non-Muslims, they will fall right into Jahannam. And then there's Hisab, in according to some narrations. And the Hisab will be for believers, and amongst believers, there'll be people that were perhaps munafiqun, that they act like they were believers. So they'll be sent back. And amongst them, there'll be people of major sins that perhaps they never saw Allah's forgiveness. They'll also be sent back. Right, but so you have Hashar where everyone that's where the struggle is because Hisab has not begun. So everyone's going through a struggle, and during this time, we have the shade of Allah's arsh, insha'Allah ta'ala. And that's where the Prophet goes and says, Ya Allah, please begin Hisab. Then the bridge is brought. We have crossed the bridge. We cross the bridge. The Prophet on the bridge will be waiting for everyone saying, Allahumma sallim, Allahumma sallim. Allah, please allow everyone to pass. Please allow everyone to pass. And Abdullah bin Rawaha will recite this ayah when he would weep. Every single person has to pass this bridge. Every single person has to pass this bridge in order to get to Jannah. So we pass the bridge. We have Hisab. Allah eases our Hisab. We pass Hisab. We go to the Kawthar. The fourth step is we have the Kawthar where we drink the water from the blessed hands of the Prophet ﷺ. We drink that water, we move forward, and we get to the gate, the the the, 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 the waiting lounge of Jannah, waiting for the Prophet ﷺ to come so he can knock on the doors. And Because no one will enter Jannah except when the Prophet comes and he knocks on the door. I'll be the first one to knock on the doors. I'll be the first one to walk inside of Jannah. So when this is while this is happening, we're enjoying with our family. We're sitting with people that we remember. We're, we're, we're congratulating each other. We're, we're saying, Look, man, I made it. I made it. Then the day gates of Jannah are open. Zumara. Zumara means it will be full of rush. Not saying that it will be overcrowded, but in a good manner. You know when you go to an event and it's packed? Not that it's packed because it's overly flowing, but it's packed meaning every seat is taken. 
right? It's full. This is a positive thing for us, meaning that Allah will have Jannah for us as well. If it's that full, then people like you and I can also make it, inshallah ta'ala. So what will happen, the doors are open, and the gatekeeper of Jannah will say what we say to each other when we meet each other. Assalamu alaikum. That's the greeting of the people of Jannah. The greeting of the people of Jannah is Assalamu alaikum. And this happens, this happens multiple times. The first time it happens, the first time it happens is when, when an individual pass, is passing away, the angels come to him. And this is in the ayah of uh, The angels descend and they say salam to him. And the second time it happens is when they go in their grave and the soul is taken up to what we call عليين, where the pious souls are kept. And we'll talk about this some other day. Where the pious souls are stored. When the pious souls are taken there, in Surah, in surah Al-Waqi'ah, Allah explains, فَسَلَامٌ لَكَ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ الْيَمِينَ now Allah, the angels say salam to them. And the third time we're given salam by the angels is when we enter into Jannah. The angels are saying salam to us. And they say, enter in, be happy. Tibtum, tibtum, you've made it, be happy. Congratulations, you've made it. And you will stay in here forever. And Allah then says, And while this is happening, the angels are continuously praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in other verse. They're asking Allah to forgive us so that we can all earn Jannah. And this hap- this is happening because you and I identified that we will enter Jannah with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our a'mal lead towards the Prophet making shafa'ah for us. The, pro- the Prophet shafa'ah leads towards Allah's mercy. This is the chain that we need to understand. Some a'mal need to be done. That leads towards the shafa'ah of the Prophet on the Day of Judgment. And then that leads towards the mercy of Allah. At the end of the day, it's the mercy of Allah that will get us into Jannah. And we hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mixes amongst those that He showers His mercy upon. Insha'Allah ta'ala. Jazakallah khair. I actually have Sheikh Sulaiman Mullah calling me um, two times or, or his, his technician because he has the session at 3.30. And we have to set him up right now. So inshallah, I'm, I'm going to run. May Allah bless you all. Join us tonight at 9.30 and at 1 a.m. Hopefully we'll see you all then. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.